0: Here it is. It's episode 14 of the Odd Gees podcast presented by Park Sportsbook. It's Harry Mays. It's Jason Murtidas. It's a Tuesday, and
1: Harry is back north of the Mason Dixon line. What's going on, Harry? yeah i'm back and uh, i it's like i had to recreate the internet now you know logging on to streamyard to do the podcast it was like not recognizing my usernames my microphone my uh uh camera nothing it was like uh, the whole thing fucking blew up
0: they thought that you moved down south and retired Harry. you went to florida and they figured they'd deactivate
1: your account it's ridiculous you know I, i tell you this google is very uncooperative uh for me, quite often, is that right? It's very uncooperative. Yeah, you seem to have a
0: lot of issues with Google, do you? Yeah, I do. I, I really, <laughs> I really do. <laughs> which is a which is a problem because we, we've become so dependent on the goddamn internet. I know that when know. something doesn't work, we're like, I, uh, it's insane. I was doing a podcast yesterday, a live stream with Taron Hatcher. Hair. Huh? Yeah, yeah, sure. NBC Sports Philly and Stick to Hockey live. I'll stick and to it just, Hockey. Yeah, it just booted us both off immediately. Really? At one point. Yeah. No
1: warning. Wow. Yeah. Well, you know, I sound like an old man because I am an old man. But everything in life now is username and password. I've got so many fucking usernames and different passwords. It's it's if I ever lose this phone, I'm dead. Yeah, I'm absolutely dead because everything is in here.
0: Yeah, you have all that my password shit. thing in there. Every
1: but, every password yeah. that controls my life is in this phone. Yeah, that's kind of scary.
0: It is yeah. because I, I have like variations of passwords right Mm -hmm. that i'd use but i don't know which variation is for what site right i don't have a goddamn clue
1: i know it's a pain in the balls too i know i was just trying to sign into twitter on google okay normally i'll use the safari stuff and you know that keeps all your passwords yeah i know google does too but i don't feel like reloading them all into google so i just tried to get on twitter from google and I'm i'm putting in my it says enter your username So I put at Harry Mays TU. It says incorrect. It's telling me that my Twitter feed is incorrect. Are you serious? You're like, wait a minute. It's not incorrect. It's not incorrect. (laughs) I'll tell you when it's incorrect.
0: Okay. (laughs) Yeah. I love when it says that it says like wrong email. You're like, my ass. It's my only email.
1: It's my email. <laughs> Honestly, I don't like when anything thinks it's smarter than me. A fucking device. Yeah. Don't try to predict my text. Don't try to tell me what websites I want to go on to. I tell you that. That's the way it works. That's what the search bar's for. Exactly. <laughs> I don't need you to type
0: it and be presumptuous. Yeah. yeah. I tell you, this Google and this stuff's got us by the balls, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. All these Silicon Valley fucks. I oh. can't stand them. Yeah. They own us. That's why they uh, own I'll, us. And and I'd like to take this phone, other than because
1: they have the Parks app on it, yeah. and pitch it into the ocean. I know exactly. I tell you, I would. So Let, speaking of the Parks app, I've got that up because I'm playing a uh, a college basketball game tonight. I think there's going to be about six teams that punch their ticket to the big dance tonight. So cool. tonight's really when things get really kicked into high gear here in conference championship week okay and i'm looking at this gonzaga st mary's game on the parks app Uh, it's the finals of the west coast conference these teams have met twice already during the regular season they split uh their previous meetings gonzaga's a real good squad and st mary's is no slouch either um like i said they split earlier in this in the year And the total points scored in both of those matchups were 132 and 124. And for some reason, the total is all the way up to 140 and a half on Parks. Meanwhile, Gonzaga is 9-3 and to the under in their last 12 games. I'm going under 140 and a half tonight in this game. Oh, I like it. Yeah. And uh, it's a great time to get the app
0: because... Oh, it is. I mean, you have the the opening weekend of the tournament is about as chaotic as it gets and so much fun and mm-hmm. um, the live in-game betting for the tournament, it's off the charts. Yeah. So uh, do you have a play on the players this weekend? Do you have anything you like there? Huh?
1: Yeah, I actually, I placed seven wagers this morning <laughs> on the players championship. Jason. So
0: asked.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, you asked and I've got them written down here. I got, I'm in a one and done pool with, uh, you know, 50 other people, uh, 49 other people. And I have Daniel Berger this week in my one and done. And I also have him top five at plus 800. Then I took Adam Scott for a top 10 at plus 330. Uh, Sung J M for a top 20 at plus 200. Keegan Bradley top 20 at plus 400. Francesco Molinari for a top 40 at plus 200. And then I'm in on two matchups. I took Brian Harmon minus 120 over Johnny Vegas. And Gary Woodland minus 120 over Tony Finau. And I'll probably put in more. <laughs> it's and, a big and week. It's, o- it's only Tuesday. It's only <laughs> Tuesday. I have till Thursday, very early in the morning. I think yes. around quarter to 7 a.m., they'll probably shut down all the sites because I think they tee off at seven. Yeah, but so. then you get your live, like almost right. in game good stuff going as well. Well, geez. <laughs> uh, there, all right,
0: everybody. That's the whole episode. There you go. All right. Is that <laughs> a, there, you a play for on you? the players?
1: Is that enough content for you? <laughs> yes.
0: Um, get the app, and you can get those bets in that uh, Harry just mentioned. Risk free first one up to five hundred dollars, uh, just for getting the app, opening up an account, deposit, and that first bet is risk free up to five hundred. And uh, you can get you know, check out all the different ways you can bet. I love the the head to heads that you have there with yeah, the matchups.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's it's, great. it's it's great. It's a great way to bet golf because. Betting, you know, to win is, a, you know, it's a real crapshoot. I mean, every now and then you might yeah. hit one. Uh, but uh, like I had uh, Scotty Scheffler a couple of weeks ago and my one and done when he won in Phoenix, you know, so, I, you know, that was, a, that was a good hit. But betting the matchups is great because they only have to beat one other player. Yeah, not the field. Right. Yeah, yeah it's awesome.
0: Brilliant. And, you know, if you're betting the winner of the tournament, it's such a long play. It is. You're looking at it four is. rounds. I mean, I know I there's know. no gratification, instant gratification in that. So, right. <laughs> uh, get, get get the uh, get this Park Sportsbook app and download it. And again, open up an account, deposit first bet risk free up to five hundred dollars, and follow Parks on the social channels at Park Sportsbook. Uh, follow them on Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook as well. And you get great content there, daily specials, and tons more. Um, we actually have a lot to get to in this episode, Harry. But uh, first of all, how's the how's the the Paul doing?
1: Oh it's it's uh it's all healed up. I mean everything's nice. fine. I don't know if you can really see that there but it's it's all healed up. I played actually played a couple days in Myrtle Beach. Um uh, mm-hmm. you know uh before heading home and so I was on the shelf for about 6 days where I couldn't play golf. So it was fine. Yeah. So you're you know. back now. That's good. The grip's all good, all good and
0: everything yep. now? Everything's fine. It's no yep. no hamper at all. That's good. no no nope. Um and
1: you were at the Sixers game last evening. I was. The How Sixers was the, the atmosphere? Polls. It was great, man. Uh, met up with a couple of, uh, old college buddies uh, from my Shippensburg days, some fraternity guys. And, uh, one of them works uh, for a bank, a local bank, and they had their suite. He had the suite for the night and it wasn't catered or anything. Like there was no beer or food in it. You had to do, we did that ourselves, but we had the suite and the tickets and, and the parking and everything. And this was center court, dude. I'm, I'm at center court, uh, for Sixers Bulls. You know, it was, it was awesome. And uh, the atmosphere is great. You go to a Sixers game, especially now. I mean, the energy in that building is, I mean, it's palpable, yeah. you know, from start to finish. And, uh, you know, they do a great job of keeping everybody, you know, involved and engaged throughout the game, even during the downtimes and so forth. So it's it's a lot of fun. I haven't been to a game in, a, in quite a while, a couple of years. Uh, but I, I wanted to make sure that I got to one of these games before, you know, the playoffs. Now that Harden is in town, it's just such a different it's such a different experience now knowing that, you know, this whole Ben Simmons thing, we're beyond it. Uh, You know, he might be coming to town, you know, Thursday night, I guess, you know, they're saying he's going to sit on the bench and support his teammates. I don't know if that's going to happen or not. He's definitely not going to play. We do know that, uh, which doesn't surprise me, but the the energy surrounding the Sixers team now is, is it's awesome. I mean, Harden fits like a glove on this team with these other guys. You see, you know, this maxi kid, if, if there's a real, if, if you don't enjoy watching him play basketball, you just you should not watch sports yeah. because I don't know if that there's a kid in the NBA that's having more fun and lets you know that he's having fun than him. He has always got a smile from ear to ear. Mm-hmm. He just loves what he's doing. He loves playing with Embiid. He loves, he loves... You know, everybody on this team just loves him. He's a, he's one of those magnetic kind of guys. Infectious. Yes, infectious is a great word. And he yeah. has now moved into the third option now. Tobias Harris is now down to number four. Which is which a is, good thing. It, it is a good thing. I don't know if it's a good thing that you're paying that much money for a guy who's now your fourth option. Yeah, But he's really sort of had a, a tough time this year. And now he's having a tough time really fitting into this new, you know, dynamic and this role. Um, you know, his shooting percentage is way down. He's missing some easy ones. he's He's having a, a rough time. I don't know if uh, you know if this is if he survives this to next season. I just saw some rumors on Twitter. Andrew Boget, former uh, you know, professional basketball player from Australia, was on some podcast saying that, he thinks Bradley Beal is going to work his way to the 76ers in the offseason through some sign-and-trade. I mean, could you imagine that? They, they could offload Tobias Harris and bring in Bradley Beal to this roster? That so would be incredible. So you
0: got Embiid, Harden, uh, Maxi, and Bradley Beal. And Theibel. And you know, Theibel, who's a great guy. defender. Yeah. Oh,
1: man. <laughs> that would be
0: pretty sick. I, I, when Theibel came in, Har, I, mm-hmm. I was so impressed with him because – He's a guy that came in and pride himself on playing good defense. There's not a lot of glory in the defensive side in the NBA or in basketball, but like he's like, that's what I'm good at. I'm going to come to the NBA and that's what I'm going to do right away. That's where I can impact a game immediately. I got to get better offensively. But I was so impressed by that because there's a maturity that comes with that in a league where it's, you know, and in sports right now you know, because of sports center and all that, that it's, it's highlight driven, mm-hmm. not, a, not a lot of highlights defending.
1: Right. Right. You know, I mean, every now and then, you know, you get a big steal or something that turns into a fast break uh, dump yeah. or something like that. But yeah, you know, you're right. Um, you know, he, that he's an elite defender. If you ask me, I mean, Ben Simmons was, was an elite defender too. I mean, we yeah. used to have two of them on this squad. Now it's, uh, you know, it's primarily Thibel's role. Um, you know, the one thing about Thibel too is, you know, the
0: elite defender and, you know, Ben Simmons was a three-time All-Star here, and I was reading this article on Inquirer.com this morning, um, and it came – let me see, get the writer here for you, Gina Mizell. She covers the Sixers, okay. and the, hot, the headline says, Ben Simmons should receive a tribute video during Thursday's Sixers-Nets game, Doc Rivers says. And Doc said in the piece, he said, Ben did a lot of good things here. He said it didn't end well just like mm-hmm. marriages and all kinds of other things don't end well, but he does. He'd have no problem with Ben Simmons getting the tribute video
1: well, tribute video or not. Har. I'm, I'm not really one to get involved in tribute videos. I sort of leave that to the flyers organization. They're pretty good at doing <laughs> all that kind of thing. Cause they're always bringing back somebody, yeah. uh, you know, whether it's on somebody else's team or they just bring them back to their team and, and, and so forth. But hey, if they want to have a video and Doc Rivers wants a video. Hey, okay, fine. That's great. I, I'd be curious to see how the fans in the building would react to that. Bingo. Uh, that would be very interesting because you'd have to leave out a couple of big plays that he didn't make or and didn't want to make which Mm -hmm. I think are the ones that are really rolling through the fans' heads at this point in time. One against the Atlanta Hawks, I remember. I remember one against the Celtics in the playoffs a couple of years ago. I mean, those are the things, unfortunately, for for Ben, that the fans are going to remember. You know, if I was the Sixers,
0: and they're probably happy that I'm not, Mm -hmm. and I'm making this decision, yeah. I'm putting out the Ben Simmons tribute troll video. That's what I'm saying. All the bad plays, right? Yes. The ones he passed up, the dunk the missed and- free throws, <laughs> the gutless plays.
1: Yeah. You know, I'm showing a montage of him sitting out his whole rookie year. <laughs> right. Or just dribbling the ball up to half court, then handing it off to somebody else and going and hiding.
0: Yeah. You know? I'm bringing yeah. in drew Hanlon to ring the bell. Oh yeah. The shot guy. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Who I saw was advertising on Twitter to get a new client. And I'm oh, going, yeah. dude, you have a case study with Ben Simmons. that's not exactly, you know, shining a great light on you. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's not really good for his branding. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, look, if it Ben's on the bench, it's going to be a big night and look, I, I'm. I tried and and get out of you know sports hate and sports resentment are real, mm-hmm. but I hope the guy can turn his career around. Whatever, good on him if he can. If he can't, then whatever. I, I'm not going to lose any sleep over Ben Simmons either way.
1: No, I'm not either. I'm I'm on to Harden. I'm just excited about the way this team looked. They're five and one with him, and the one game yeah. they lost, he didn't even play mm-hmm. uh, against Miami the other night. So you know, it's just going to be so cool to to you know in the fourth quarter to have a guy like that you know, that can close games out, you know, it used to be everything had to go through and be late, late in the game. And, you know, you know, he got to the free throw line a ton last night and, you know, but it's tough, you know, going through your big man as your go-to guy uh, late in games in the NBA without having any, any guy on the perimeter, being able to do it. Now they, now they got that guy. He's incredible.
0: And both of those guys can create their chance in different ways. You know, the thing is you mentioned like, you know, there's a vibe in that building and everything. Mm -hmm. I was thinking about this. I think it was yesterday I was driving and, you know, certain sports teams and the Sixers have it right now in spades have presence. Like when you're in the building, you're like, what, this is big. It's a big night. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It's big. There's a vibe and there's a presence to when that guy's playing. Mm -hmm. And with the Sixers, it's now multiple players. And it took me back like what it must've been like at spring training heading into the 2008 Philly season in mm-hmm. February and March after they make the playoffs and you walk through that clubhouse and there's a young Utley and Rollins and mm-hmm. Howard and Cole Hamels and Brad Lidge comes in and Shane Victorino and Jason like, imagine the yeah. presence that was there, right? Oh yeah. Why well, was it down vibe. a couple
1: of years, a couple of those years. Yeah. Yeah. I mean we uh when I was I was doing the night shows back then on Maze uh, to Midnight. On well, no, no, this was before that. This was when it was oh. like me and Yana Cohn and Robbie E. Oh yeah. And and then it was just um um me and Robbie E for a while. And then they, they shuffled it around again, but we went down as a group and did a couple of shows from down there and stayed down a couple, you know, a couple nights and, you know, experienced the whole thing. The games were the places packed. I mean, you're right. There was an energy, you know, from early March, you know, people when in the, the anticipation yeah. of this great season with the whole, this whole lineup of young, you know, players coming together. There was, there was definitely a vibe. Did you go the next year after they won the World Series heading into 09? They go back to the World Series
0: in 09 against the Yankees. But I imagine that year was even more of like a buzz, you know? I don't think we went, went down there.
1: I think I went down like 06, 07, 08. Yeah, see, the years we went down. Yeah. But, but there is. Like, you you knew it then when you walked in the
0: ballpark. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're out there warming up pregame, taking ground balls and BP. and. You see those guys, and you're like, "There's a vibe here. Yeah. We, got a <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we got a <the> squad. Yeah, <laughs> squad. Yeah, and because you know, like we're we're not idiots when it comes to sports. Like you know it, you feel it, and there's mm-hmm. just a vibe. So we'll see what happens coming up on Thursday when Ben returns, and well, I'd love to get that feeling back with some more of the teams. Like it was that way, obviously, with the Eagles too. Oh yeah, many of those McNabb years, mm-hmm. and then obviously after they won the Super Bowl, it was like that, but that that kind of was fleeting for that team.
1: Yeah, like for those Eagles teams, you know, in much most of the Andy Reid era, you knew this at the start of the season, you had a playoff team. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, there's just a question if you could stay something healthy. something great about that. You know, it's like, yeah. hey, we're, you know, we're one of the top five, six teams in the NFL right now, coming yeah. right to the start of the year. If That's we stay healthy,
0: and we're playing our best ball at the right time, then yeah. we, it could possibly we can be, make a run. Yeah. yeah. And, and you're right. Like, you had McNabb, you had Westbrook, you had Brian Dawkins. You know, you had Trotter came back and you had mm-hmm. Runyon and Trey Thomas and that offensive line. So, so many great years. Um, what would you think of uh, Coach K's final home game? Well, I got, I
1: got back in time to see the second half of it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, of course, ESPN was hyping this thing beyond belief. I mean, they had uh, Reese Davis and all their their game day crew down there for like four days in advance, you know, talking about yeah. this this thing. Um, And it was a great game. It's the greatest rivalry to me in sports is Carolina and Duke basketball. It really is. And if you go back through the the annals of all the history, it's about as even as it gets too. And that's what makes it such a great rivalry. They're eight miles apart. There's true dislike, dislike, disdain for one another, which is great vitriol, if you will. And it's a very even matchup over the course of history. And, of course, Duke, you know, kicked their rear end at the Dean Dome a couple of weeks ago. And apparently, I didn't know this at the time, Duke was pissed off because prior to that game or after that game, they did not acknowledge Coach K in his final like game at the Dean Dome. There was no wow, really? fanfare. Okay, Carolina yeah. did nothing for Coach K when he came to the Dean Dome for the last time. And apparently that pissed him off and that pissed the people at Duke off. So now they're hosting the game, the final game at Cameron Indoor, the storied, uh, you know, home of basketball. And it's a special place. There's no doubt about it. Prices for tickets were through the freaking roof. You know, Jerry Seinfeld's in there because his, his daughter goes to Duke and I think his son is going to go to Duke and he's sitting next to Adam Silver, the NBA commissioner. And he probably paid, you know, uh, you know, thousands upon thousands of dollars for the tickets because he can afford it. Um, and it's just this really great event. All these, you know, ex-players returned, you know, to, to say goodbye to Coach K and all this stuff. And then Carolina kicks their ass in the second half. It was awesome. Yeah. I was so rooting for the Tar Heels. You have no, no idea. Uh, I'm not a Coach K guy. And sure enough, after the game, Coach K rebuffed Hubert Davis on the handshake, in the handshake line. He walked right past him. And you can see Hubert Davis going like, yo, what up, Holmes? What's, you know, what's like, going on? With that? What's the deal? Well, apparently it's it's from that the idea the thing that they didn't honor Coach K in any way earlier in the year. Do you believe that? I
0: love I, <laughs> that's like kind of rival till the end though. Like it I is. Res- I like it. I wouldn't have done it, but I respect it. You know what right. I mean? I mean, think about the names in that rivalry. Well, no way. You One,
1: respect what though? The fact that he didn't shake his hands or the fact that they didn't have a a, a ceremony for both. Coach K.
0: Okay. I <laughs> like that. I like that Coach K was like you disrespected me <laughs> my on my my last trip to your arena. Uh-huh. So I'm gonna disrespect you for my last game in my arena. <laughs> and I saw this this I was on Twitter the other day. There was a letter that Mike Shashevsky sent to Michael Jordan when he Mm. found out that Jordan was not going to go to Duke. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you saw this. No, I did not. But like Coach K, I mean, Coach K, I think was like 34, 33 years old at the time. Yeah. And just said, you know, you're a fine young man. You're going to have a successful career, blah, blah, blah. You know, and whatever decision you make, it wasn't even decided that he was going to UNC yet, but he pulled out of the possibility of going to Duke. And it was just cool. Like it was, you know, on a typewriter. Right. Right. And it was hand signed. It was old school. Right. And then, but that made me think of all the names in that rivalry over all those years oh. are just some of the biggest in
1: college athletics, not no just doubt. college basketball. No doubt about it. And, and many of them, you know, I've gone on to the NBA and had tremendous careers too. So, but yeah, it's, it's it to me, it's the, it's the ultimate sports rivalry. I'm always, you know, dialed into watching it, but I was really dialed in, you know, when I got home on Saturday night to see the second half and I'm like, man, it was like a one point game at halftime. And I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm dialed in for yeah. this. Let's go. Yeah. Who, who's
0: um, who's the most hated Duke player for you? Well everybody's
1: going to say Christian Leitner. I actually I I loved watching Christian Leitner. I did too. It's Bobby Hurley for me. That it, it is. Yeah. Well, he'd be up there. Um Grayson Allen would probably be on a couple people's lists. Um, you know, Shane Battier maybe, you know, the guy was always taking charges, you know, he'd be sitting in the lane there and you'd run into him and he he'd have the balls to to sit in there and take a charge and he always got the call. I mean, there's a couple right there. I always liked Leitner though. I he was a yeah, tough son of a bitch.
0: He's, I mean, he was such a, didn't have the great NBA career. No, no. But the collegiate career was right.
1: absurd. He lasted a while in the NBA, but not a, not a you know, he didn't stand out. Yeah. 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 He, it, it certainly just didn't equal, you know,
0: what he was able to accomplish at Duke. And right. these were some of those rivalries. Oh, phenomenal. Fantastic. Just unbelievable. Um, but let's move on to, you know, I, I want to talk about this because I think it's really interesting calvin ridley yeah how about that so (laughs) i mean his like he's like kind of awoken his twitter account as a result of being suspended for a year (laughs) and like "Ah, i got a year i'm gonna be at least i won't be hurt or i'll be in great shape and all this stuff and Mm -hmm. so he gets a year suspension for wagering on the nfl and some people are like hey we're gambling everywhere right you know blah 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 it should be okay but Do people miss the point, Harry, why it's not good for a professional athlete to gamble on the sport he plays?
1: No, I know. I totally get it. I mean, you know, it's, I guess the point is, though, that everybody's having a tough time is with, is that the NFL and their teams and, you know, are in bed with certain casino partners. And it's almost like, well, it's cool for us to partner with you know, this casino or that casino, this sports book or that sports book. But man, you know, if our players, any player just dis- decides to bet on football, he's banished for a year. And it's like, it's almost a lot of people are having a hard time with the sort of maybe the hypocrisy of that. I guess that the problem I have with it is like he gets a year ban, which I think is a, it's a super harsh penalty. But yet these guys that have, you know, physical, you know, abuse you know or they're abusing their spouse or you know whatever mm-hmm. you know, might get a slap on the wrist and get two or four games or whatever yeah. like, you know what i mean like it's like what's the real what are you really trying to stop or, or yeah. take a stand against
0: yeah it, it seems like selective morality right exactly yeah the one thing that can that can t- knock the nfl office pedestal is for the games not to be 100% authentic on the up and up. Yeah. Yep. Especially now with the legalization of gambling, even being more prevalent because that brings more eyeballs in and the people are not going to put their money where they, they don't trust the authenticity of Mm -hmm. the result,
1: the integrity of the, of the result. Yeah, you're right. And and this coupled with the whole, the allegation uh, from Flores about the owner in Miami saying he's going to pay him a bonus to lose. Yep. You know, that's still hanging out there. Yeah. That yeah. hasn't been finalized in any way, shape, or form. I mean, think yeah. about that. And we fully
0: expect the commissioner to fumble that mm-hmm. because he has fumbled that. Like you bring it up, like Ray Rice for, I mean, we all saw the video, right? Two games, Adrian yeah. Peterson, felony child abuse, got six games Sick. for beating his kid with a switch. Right. Mm-hmm. Greg Hardy beat his girlfriend, 10 games, then reduced to four. Right. Ezekiel Elliott hitting women, six games, Ridley 17 for using a sports betting app. And Josh Gordon basically lost six seasons for smoking for marijuana. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, uh, But, you know, the thing is with Calvin Ridley, you know, it, it's, he, he made a bet and they said, well, he bet on his team. He didn't bet against it. But if you become indebted to the books, mm-hmm. then there's where the damage can happen. Because, Money is can make people do really weird things, either chasing money mm-hmm. or trying to, you know, mitigate your losses. That's right. where that's where the the league has to come down hard.
1: Yeah, and I mean, what what was the total amount of of his betting? Fifteen hundred dollars, fifteen hundred bucks. And yeah, what did it did. cost him in salary? Ten million. Ten million. Yep. <laughs> that's a bad bet. It,
0: that's that's yeah. <laughs> and how about how he got flagged? this company i guess like oversees you know i forget what the company is called but they oversee it and they flagged him because he did it on his cell phone and he popped up and boom they get him it's crazy and they do an investigation this was back in november i believe when it was right um so she's i mean just nuts that You know he's going to lose an entire year and ten million dollars or fifteen hundred dollars a bet, but make no mistake about it, he is not the victim here. No,
1: you know, no, he's not. I mean, it's funny he was like he was out of football, basically trying to tend to like mental health issues, right? Mm -hmm. You know, he's not even playing, so he's bored. Yeah, (laughs) you think about it, like, dude, I want to watch this football game. Maybe I'll throw a couple couple dollars on on my squad. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, he wasn't in there affecting the result. No, you know, but,
0: but he, um, I mean, he's doing six. I think he did a, a five, six and eight game parlay. It's tough to hit Cal. It is. It is. (laughs) They're fun though. You know, you so much action. Yeah. Oh, you got action on everything. And if you hit it, it's a huge payout. It's a big payout. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they
1: made a, they made absolutely made, uh, an example of, of him. Yeah, yeah, no yeah. doubt about it. Now, you think about that. If you're doing some sort of crazy parlay, you think that was his first bet? You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, it's a good question. <laughs> I think uh, that's a little bit more sophisticated. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah Than just, just taking the over. You, really you just doing. take the over in the Falcons game against the Saints. <laughs> <It's-> yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you're right. Not to right. mention his connection to having inside information. Mm-hmm. On who's playing, who's not playing, and injuries, and, and how severe
1: they are, oh, yeah. and all that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, mm. which is bigger in the NFL, I think, than any other sport. Yeah, really.
0: Ooh, yeah, it means so much, mm-hmm. and week in and week out. Yeah, um, I know that you, you mentioned before we started today that Deshaun Watson and our, our old buddy Joe Banner on his own podcast, apparently, hair is sanctioning the Eagles are are in play for Watson
1: or should get Watson. Well, apparently Joe Banner started this new venture. I just stumbled upon it today on Twitter called the Thirty Third Team. It's a Twitter feed and a website, uh, and it's all about insider stuff on the NFL from GMs, coaches, and so forth. And he's, you know, he started he he and uh, he and one of his partners started it. And apparently, on that Twitter feed, he indicated that the Eagles. I think it was the Eagles and the Panthers were the two teams that he mentioned in connection with Deshaun Watson. But he listed the Eagles as the team that would be the most likely landing spot for hmm. Watson. Is that because the Eagles have traditionally
0: under Jeff Lurie been a team that is willing to take on problem childs? Well, People
1: they've got with the checkered history, right? They've got history with that, with the whole Michael Vick thing. Yep. And they've got three first round draft picks, which is like a, a Haley's Comet type of situation. Yeah. And they have need at the position because I don't think they believe Jalen Hurts is the guy. Yeah. Well, they would so be, it's kind they of a perfect storm, a cocktail of like, man, we got all this stuff to give to get a guy. There's a guy that's available. He's not going back to his team. Yes, he's got he's got some dirty laundry. And you know, hopefully that gets cleaned up. And if that doesn't get cleaned up, then this is all mood anyway. But l- assuming it does get cleaned up, you know, it's easy to connect those dots. But it's different when a guy like Joe Banner says it than when guys like you and I say it.
0: Yeah, you well, know? yeah. There's a cacophony, as they say, hair of reasons yes. why he could end up here. Right. I right? love that little yeah. music term. Yeah, exactly. noise. It's <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel about him coming here? I'd be good with it. He's yeah, a top 5 talent. Um, yeah, I I don't play that morality card very, you know, I do I want every one of my athletes to be an angel? Sure. But that's not the reality. In real a perfect reality. world, of course. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, that, but that's not reality. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Um yeah, I I think I mean he's such a dynamic player and Jalen Hurts is not the guy. No, I, I don't think so don't either. That. No. If you you know, a starting quarterback or a legit quarterback in the NFL is like porno. You know, you know when it when porn. you see it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> if you have to ask, is this the right guy? Then no is the answer. That's the answer. Yep. So yep. you know it right away. It's yeah, just the, like porn.
1: It's the 33rd team FB is the Twitter feed. And it says here in the in the bio, the best football insider content on the internet. Content from NFL head coaches, GMs, and executives founded by uh, Real Tannenbaum, who was a former GM of the Jets, I believe, and yes, I, he was Rick. Thomas. And uh, Joe Banner. So it's uh, the two two former GMs put it together. Ah, oh. so
0: this is what two former GM presidents executives do when the thirty two teams in the league won't hire you. Exactly, you, you make the thirty third team. Exactly,
1: <laughs> pretty smart. Okay, uh,
0: yep. I- I'm going to see if I can get hired by a thirty third radio station. <laughs> <laughs> How many hockey teams are there? 32. 32? 32. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, was, Seattle was the 32nd team into the league. It was weird for a couple of years when they had, thir- they had an odd number of teams mm-hmm. because Vegas had come in, but the plan all along was obviously to add two when Vegas came in and eventually right. Seattle's See, now in there. And Instead of adding two, they should have subtracted two. Yeah, I agree. They're you know never going mean? to do it. No, I know. PA like, will never allow it because Arizona. of jobs. yeah, I mean, they were going to be playing in that Arizona State Arena? Do you see this? No. Oh, it's. Oh, is yeah. it
1: like ten thousand seats or something?
0: Ten. Oh, geez, you're way high. Is it eight? It's five thousand seat, but I what? think with all the NHL upgrades and everything, they have to add to it to make mm-hmm. it an NHL building. According to regs, it, it's basically going to be about thirty eight hundred paid seats in there. Oh my god. Yeah, and they claim they're going to make the same amount of money because they're going to charge more. But oh. who's going to pay? You know, to go a. I think it's cool to go see a team in that building as it's got to be intimate as a novelty thing. Yeah. yeah. It's right. a great, it's like when the Eagles went out in the West coast and played the chargers in that in that soccer, soccer stadium. stadium. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but they're committed there, I think for at least three years. And mm. that that's what the, the lease arrangement is. And you know, while well, this other arena maybe gets built, who knows it's, it's Arizona. It's been a mess, but I'm not, they're not even seats. Their mm. bench seating. Do you oh, think really? older people are gonna go out there and pay to sit on a
1: bench? Oh, no way. I want to pay some a nice... premium dollar. You better put no, a goddamn a nice lazy chair. boy in there want, for that. Yeah, place. I want some nice comfort.
0: Yeah, I want like the stadium seating at a movie theater. Right, like a big recliner or something. Yeah. yeah. Although I will tell you, I was out of town this weekend with my son. We went to uh we were up in North Brunswick, New Jersey mm-hmm. for his AHF playoffs for his midget team. And so we had Can two you games say on... midget? Yeah, it's it's midget hockey. Oh, okay. It's All not right. referring to someone's stature. Actually. Okay. And I can say that because I'm not far off. Right. <laughs> but but they'll end up changing that eventually because mm-hmm. somebody will be offended. Right. Because right? they always are. But so set the Saturday night, after we had two games on Saturday, he wanted to go see the Batman movie. Mm-hmm. And there's a theater right across the street. So we got back from the second game and I looked it up and boom, we could get in there at 8 o'clock for an 8 o'clock showing. And the theater's like kind of packed. so. We go in and we sit down, and we're in seats ten and eleven. And mm-hmm. he sits in the one chair. I sit to his right, and then eventually I realize that shit, we're actually in eleven and twelve, not ten and eleven. And these people come in. I got to move over to the left, the chair to
1: the left of Evan. You know and what that there's, is? There's That's like a it. ah, jeez, yeah, guys like, are coming in the row, and here's hey, I'm in seat eleven here, chief. Yeah, jeez, ah,
0: and, 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 and like the previews are already on. I'm like, you weren't here in time, <laughs> right? You know what I mean? <laughs> it's now my seat. Right. And had I known what I was moving over to, I uh-huh. definitely wouldn't have moved. Oh, what happened? Cause it was like, there was like a softball on my left ass cheek. I kept going, like, am I sitting on a bottle or something? Like there was a lump in the, oh, in the cushion,
1: in the cushion. Yeah.
0: Oh, and I'm free. I'm like, this is so goddamn uncomfortable. And this movie is 176 minutes.
1: Are you serious? It's three hours. Yep.
0: And by the end here, I'm sitting on my side because my whole left side, my leg and my ass cheek are dead ass asleep. I got no cushion over there. Now the movie, I had never seen a Batman movie before. Okay. I never saw The Dark Knight. I never saw Michael Keaton or Ben Affleck or right. Christian Bale as Batman. Right. This is my first Batman movie. I'm not Wasn't a Wasn't Clooney
1: Batman too at one in one. I think he
0: was. Yeah, I think so. And Val Kilmer. Oh, that's right. Yeah, was as well. So, I I have no experience with these kind of movies. The movie was phenomenal. Really, fantastic. Wow, loved it. Right, but my whole left side and my ass cheek are like numb. So you could, when you got up to leave, seat. could you not feel your your foot on that? Oh, I was side? like dragging my left leg out of the theater like it was a <laughs> like like it was a dead limb. You know. It was horrible. And Evan's like, what's your deal? And I'm like, sit in this chair. And he's like, oh, that is bad.
1: But <laughs> Could you blast. imagine if Angelo had to sit in that seat? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> he would be freaking
0: out. This chair is ridiculous. <laughs> I need a refund. He'd be, he'd demand that they bring the movie to his house. Right. <laughs> I'd watch this on my Barker Lounge at home. <laughs> you know, that's what he would be doing. Yep, yep. He would. He's a guy that would always make noise. Uh-huh. Look at this one French fries not cooked like the rest. You know, just like freaks ow, out. Of the road. Ow! 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 <laughs> yeah. I'm going to ask you, Al, for your opinion on something, but I'm not going to let you say it. Right. Right. <laughs> uh, unbelievable, oh, man. But no, the movie was awesome, man. Oh, good. And I hadn't been to a theater in a long time, here Now, who's the 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 actor this time? What's who was Batman? Yeah. Robert Pattinson.
1: Oh, okay. He was in um, what? What was that very popular movie he was in years ago? Um, he was like a heartthrob, and if you were like in a teenager or in your early twenties, you like you yeah, had it was like a to vampire see the movie, movie or something. Yeah, I think it was something like. Man, I
0: should know this. Yeah, I'm looking it up now because uh, Twilight. Yeah, that's
1: it. Yeah, he's in the Twilight. It's like a series, I think. weren't there multiple movies? Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm.
0: yeah. Yeah, Twilight was the original, then the Twilight Saga, and yeah, it looks like there's at least three of them, four of them now that I'm saying, five of them now. Wow, Jesus, man, this dude's must rolling in it. But he was good as Batman. I mean, I don't have anything to compare him against, but I thought it was good. Hmm. And especially, but I will tell you this, Harry. I'm going to be fifty this month. Are you really? Yeah, I'll be fifty on the thirtieth. So okay. in 22 days. Wow. And I feel like I'm old because the volume of the movie was so friggin' loud. Hmm. I, I like, I wanted to go out and be like, can you guys just turn it down a little bit? Now this is, you're talking about a guy like me that's been to yeah. many a Metallica. hard rock show. Yeah. You and I
1: were, I mean, we witnessed some of the loudest music of all time.
0: Yeah. I've never wow. been to a concert louder. The loudest two I've ever been to at Wells Fargo Center ACDC mm-hmm. was so loud i couldn't hear for days and slayer at the electric factory the, the
1: loudest two concerts i've ever been to okay Slayer. You know the I, cure, I was at the early. cure and that was one of the loudest concerts i've ever been to what, what, what year were you at the cure huh it was kiss me kiss me kiss me so it had to be oh. around 86 yeah 86 I or 87 say. yeah i was yeah. Th- i saw the cure in 89 i think
0: it was the Disintegration okay. Tour, which is the next album. Right. And I saw the Wish Tour of The Cure at Spectrum as well. Oh, huh. they're loud, though. Yeah. yeah. Very good live band, though. They are. They are. See, Nobody would have pegged you or I for the melancholy tones of Robert Smith and The Cure. You melancholy know what I mean? But I, yes. But good music's good music. It is. And The Cure's a good band. They are. They are. I wonder yeah. what he looks like t- these days. I actually googled him not that long ago. He kind of looks the same, but just really? his face is a little, you know, droopier, yeah, a little
1: looser. Yeah. Yeah. Wow.
0: But <laughs> it's funny when you see The Cure, and he has such a thick English accent that they'll like do a song, and the crowd goes right, and then mm-hmm. he'll he'll utter something, and nobody has any idea what he says. <laughs> everybody's
1: looking at each other. Go. What, what did he say? What did he say? <laughs> So, but you thought that the the movie sound was uncomfortably loud now. Yeah. So you're feeling old.
0: Yeah. And even Evan said something. He goes, I was out there waiting for a burger Mm -hmm. because I ordered a burger and fries for him because he'll eat a burger from goddamn anywhere. Right. Like, why would you get a burger at a a movie theater? But they're like, oh, it'll be 20 minutes. I'm like, are you serious? Don't have something on the menu. Right. When I'm going to a
1: movie theater. That is going to take 20 minutes for you to prepare. Well, I guess since the movie's 180 minutes, they figured they had plenty of time. Yeah, but
0: I should <laughs> but I should never have to leave the theater. I agree, yeah. I, I mean, I'm in line there 15 minutes before the movie's slated to start. I shouldn't yeah. have to get up. I agree. So I was a little ticked off at that. But he's like, when you left and, and the previews were on, he's like, I wanted to put my earbuds in because it was so loud. Huh. And he's
1: 15. Right, right. So it wasn't just me. So okay. That's where I'm at. So right, let's, let's uh, beware that it's a very loud soundtrack if you're going to go see the oh. Batman. Yeah, from what I'm told, this is the way it is now. They okay. crank it up.
0: Yeah. So we'll see. All right, let's wrap this up, Harry. Um, who just give
1: out the the college play that you have again for tonight on the Park Sportsbook app. I took under in the Gonzaga St. Mary's game tonight. Tips off at nine o'clock Eastern, I believe. It's the finals of the West Coast Conference uh, tournament. Under 140 and a half. All right, 140 and a half total yeah. in that game tonight. St. Mary's
0: and Gonzaga. Mm-hmm. Fa- most famous Gonzaga basketball alum, Would, is it got to be
1: John Stockton? Yeah, probably Stockton. Or how about that guy, uh, Morrison? Uh, he had the porn stash and kind of the long hair. Yeah, yeah. I forget his first name. Zach he Morrison. A, he was a long, lanky, like six foot nine white dude with a porn stash. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't it Zach Morrison? Um, no, I don't right? think it's Zach Morrison.
0: Uh, yeah, let I can't me I know who you mean, though. I can see him in my head. Yeah. But he looked like he looked like a throwback player. He did. Uh, yeah. Adam Morrison, Adam Mars, Adam Morrison, not Jim Mars. No, not.
1: I knew you. Were, I knew you were going there. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Get
0: the Park Sportsbook app and uh, put it on your phone. Check out all the different ways you can bet the college hoops, uh, the the tournament uh, this weekend at Sawgrass, uh, the NBA, NHL, you name it, you can bet it all there. Check it out. Download it. Open up an account. Deposit, and your first bet will be risk free up to five hundred dollars. You can use it on that under in the gonzaga st mary's game as well risk-free bet up to 500 bucks and make sure you follow parks on the social channels at park sportsbook on twitter on instagram youtube and facebook as well all
1: right harry, that's uh episode 14 in the bag awesome any last words for the people um give us a f- uh a follow on twitter too at harry mays tu uh what do you got @JasonMert. at jason mert at jason mert and um uh, leave us. Make sure you subscribe. Leave us a rating and review, and yeah. uh, we'll
0: bring you another episode coming up a week from today.
1: Yeah, and send us uh, some tweets too about what you think of what you, what we're doing. Do you like it? Do you hate it? What would you like us to do? You know, maybe in addition. You know, more, what of- do you want
0: more of and less of? Right, right. I like that. All right, everybody, have a great Tuesday. We'll talk to you next week.